This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the Internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn and via satellite Eurosat 16A on 11.512 MHz vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east, symbol rate 29.950 mega symbols per second, standard DVB S2, modulation 8 PSK, audio PID 510. We wish you good reception conditions. A warm welcome to the program from Ivlad Palku in the newsroom at Radio Romania International. On the rundown today, Christmas celebrations continue in Romania. Nearly 20,000 Ukrainians entered Romania in the last two days. And Romania, Egypt, Algeria and Slovakia are taking part in this year's edition of Karpatsi Trophy. A new drone attack launched by Ukrainian forces hit an airbase in southern Russia, killing three people. Russian air defense systems reportedly shut down the drone while it was approaching the Angles base in Saratov region. According to TASS, three Russian technicians were killed in the crash. Located some 600 kilometers from the Ukrainian border, the base was hit by another drone strike earlier this month. Also on Monday, Ukraine wants to call for excluding Russia from the UN Security Council, Ukraine's Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba has said. Does Russia have the right to remain a permanent member of the UN Security Council and to be in the United Nations at all, he said, speaking during a national television marathon. We have a convincing and reasoned answer, no, it does not, end of quote. Romanian authorities will resume search and rescue operations to locate the four Ukrainian citizens who crossed the Maramuresh mountains to enter Romania. The border police spokesman said rescue teams failed to reach them on Sunday after having established contact previously. The caller was most likely located on the opposite side of a cliffy area, which prevented rescue teams from getting to him. Rescue teams managed to save another two Ukrainians on Saturday. Some 341,000 people, both Romanian and foreign nationals, crossed the Romanian border over December 24th-25th, the Romanian Border Police Inspectorate announced. Some 204,000 people entered Romania during the interval, of whom 18,325 were Ukrainian citizens. Starting February 10th, 2022, some 3.1 million Ukrainians entered Romania, most of whom were en route to other countries in Western Europe. According to the Interior Ministry, over 4,000 people filed for asylum in Romania and thus benefit from every right under the Romanian law. Since March, some 100,000 stay permits were issued for temporary protection beneficiaries. Greece, Italy, the United Kingdom and the Republic of Moldova are among the countries that ignore Romania's request to extradite known criminals are wanted for corruption back home. 
Bucharest journalists recall that high-profile politicians and businessmen are hiding abroad to avoid serving time in Romania. The list includes medical doctor Sorinoprescu, who remained in Greece after the Court of Appeal in Athens denied Romania's request to extradite the former Bucharest mayor-general, sentenced to 10 years and 8 months for bribe-taking. In Italy, the former anti-mafia prosecutor Alina Bica managed to persuade magistrates with the Bari Court of Appeal that she deserved to serve her four-year sentence for aiding and abetting here. Also in Bari, the former intelligence officer Daniel Dragomir, sentenced to three years and ten months, has also taken refuge. The Republic of Moldova is refusing to hand over Cristian Riza to Romanian authorities. Riza received a final sentence of four years and eight months for influence peddling. Puyu Popovicu has been living in the United Kingdom for years after London magistrates ruled that Popovicu's investigation had been politically instrumented. Popovicu was sentenced at the time to seven years for fraud. Finally, Alexander Adamescu, the son of former magistrate Dan Adamescu, managed to postpone his extradition from the United Kingdom for three consecutive years, although two British courts of law ruled Adamescu should be put on trial in Romania for bribery. On the second day of Christmas, Orthodox and Eastern Catholic Christians in Romania celebrated the synaxis of the Mother of God, while Catholic Christians celebrated Saint Stephen, the first martyr. In his Christmas address, Romanian Orthodox Church Patriarch Daniel spoke about the importance of faith, prayer and generosity. The gold of faith and good deeds, the incense of fervent prayer and the myrrh of upright living, these are the gifts that every Christian, rich or poor, can give to Christ, the Patriarch said. In turn, Eastern Catholic Archbishop Lucian urged faithful to pray for peace in our families and peace in crisis-ravaged Europe, for peace to nations at war and to the whole world. Despite all hardships, Christians have discovered solace and hope in Messiah. Following the true light, Roman Catholic Archbishop Aurel Perca also said in his Christmas sermon, urging Christians to come closer to the Church so that God's love should make our world better, bringing hope, peace and joy. The men's handball teams of Romania, Egypt, Algeria and Slovakia will take part in this year's edition of the Karpats Trophy Tournament held over December 28th-29th in Orada. Head coach Xavi Pascual has called up 24 players to the squad, which convened on Monday for training. And that was the news. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Welcome, I'm Elena Enake. Christmas is, to most Romanians, one of the most important holidays of the year. The Christmas spirit seems to have remained the same for centuries. In the old rural communities, customs have remained almost unchanged. Sabina Ispas, head of the Constantin Brailoyu Institute of Ethnography and Folklore in Bucharest, tells us more about it. Preparations for the festive days are completed on December the 23rd. 
The 12 festive days start on Christmas Day, December 25th, and end on January 7th with the celebration of St. John the Baptist. On the 23rd, sometimes on the 24th of December, children go caroling. This custom opens the series of ceremonies and rituals dedicated to the winter holidays. In traditional communities, a very important moment is the men's band caroling, a ritual that integrates the community, each family and each member of a family within the sacred time of the birth of Jesus. There is a special repertoire for this ritual of integration which mentions the house and all its inhabitants, each of them taken separately, starting with the father, the head of the family, his wife and children, from the eldest to the youngest. There are also carols for the dead if anyone in that house died during the past year. Carolers are rewarded with gifts, among which cakes and wine. Maramureș is probably one of the few regions in Romania where Christmas traditions have remained largely unaltered by urban influences. Delia Suyogan, an ethnologist with the North University of Bayamare, explains. Christmas in Maramureș is particularly beautiful. It is marked by wonderful rituals which are related to the preparation for Christmas, the three holy days of Christmas and also ceremonies marking the end of this holiday. This is important because each stage has very well-preserved rituals and failing to perform any of them cancels the effect of all others. The Christmas Eve plays an almost more important role than the Christmas Day itself. On Christmas Eve there is a big celebration in the villages. The most important meals are prepared and everybody is fasting. In fact, it is very important not to eat at all on Christmas Eve for purification, which will bring good health for the entire next year. Christmas dinner is at the center of the celebration of the birth of Jesus in all Romanian communities. Before tasting the special dishes, the family kneels for prayer. After dinner, all those present leave the table at the same moment in sign of deep spiritual communion. Groups of young men go caroling with lit torches. Delia Suyogan. Also on Christmas Eve, women make sure that the braided bread made especially for this occasion is ready and is placed on the table around which carolers will sing. Under the Christmas bread, the greenest best hay cut especially for such holidays will be placed. The cakes that will be offered to carolers must also be ready. Men will bring the nuts and apples from the attic. The house must be decorated and the table moved to the middle of the room. According to a beautiful ritual from Aramuresh, the legs of the table, placed in the middle of the room, are tied with a chain. This is done so that the coming year will be whole and the family will be united. 
It is also believed that this ritual also protects farm animals from disease and thieves. Children are the first to go caroling. In Maramuresh, the groups of kids include both boys and girls. The relationship between them is very important because they will not go caroling on one street alone, but also on the street where members from the group have relatives and friends. On Christmas Eve, caroling is allowed as early as noon, and children are very well received by the hosts. Very often, the period before Christmas turns, especially for city dwellers, into a shopping marathon. But most important of all is that Christmas is the perfect time to make things right, make peace with everybody and strengthen relationships for a new beginning. Next, I invite you to listen to a Christmas carol performed by Stefan Hrushka. Next up in this program, it's Song of the Day. Listen to Vank with the song Congrats, You've Made It. Cu o iubire ai slăbit De grame și drame, de grame și drame Cu o iubire ai slăbit De grame și drame, de grame și drame Cu o iubire ai slăbit De grame și drame, de grame și drame Cu o iubire ai slăbit Yeah. 
The History Show Hello and welcome to our history feature. I'm Galin Kotsoyu. In 1989, for an interval of nine days between December the 16th and the 25th, the Romanian world went through some of the worst turmoil in its 20th century history. It was a return to the freedom that had been lost for 45 years, starting with the arrival of the Soviet armed forces in 1944. On the evening of December the 16th, 1989, in Timisoara, Protests against the forced evacuation of Pastor Laszlo Tukes from his own home were soon to turn into a tidal wave that swept power from power the criminal communist regime. Journalist Mircea Karp was a senior editor with Radio Free Europe, and in 1997, he told Radio Romania's Center for Oral History the tension he felt in front of the microphone at that time. He believed it was more than his professional duty to keep his listeners in the country informed about the great deeds of courage in Timisoara. Karp confessed that, in spite of the feeling in the air, the conflagration that was the revolution took everyone by surprise. A venit decembrie 1989. December 1989 came around, and with it the first spark, the events in Timisoara, I have to say that it took us by surprise in terms of the moment they occurred. We had steeled ourselves personally, but also in terms of preparation of programs around a possible change of regime in Romania. However, the day of the 16th and the following day, December the 17th, 1989, came upon us unawares. However, once it was sparked, the euphoria was unbridled. Free Europe journalists were more stoked since they could not be in the fulcrum of events in order to broadcast as eyewitnesses. Here is Mircea Karp once again. The first to broadcast what was happening in Timisoara was my colleague Sorin Chuna. After two or three days, starting on December the 18th, we gathered our wits about us and started working in shifts, 24 hours a day. We worked around the clock in, term, in teams of three or four preparing these broadcasts in a big hurry, based solely on information that we had from foreign press agencies and some travelers to and from Romania. 
Of course, we didn't have solid, hard information at that point. We only did so after the explosion on December the 21st and 22nd. Up until then, we were working furiously. In 1999, Hungarian journalist Peter Marvani from Radio Budapest told Radio Romania's Center for Oral History how he would get caught up in the fever of news of the Romanian Revolution. One year before, Marvani had covered the Grand Rally in Hungary's capital, demanding freedom and democracy. In 1988, I had participated in Budapest in the rally that had gathered 80 to 100,000 people, demanding democracy for both countries, Romania and Hungary. Things got interesting when, on December the 16th, the Hungarian public broadcaster started shifting its attention and getting informed on events going on in Romania. I was the editor for news broadcasts the days after the 16th, and we started telling all our listeners all around Hungary what was happening in Romania. We had very contradictory information. We knew absolutely nothing about it. We only knew one thing for sure, that something extremely important was happening. In 2003, Radio Romania's Center for Oral History asked civic activist Dino Zanfirescu, who was in France in 1989, how he spent the days around the Romanian Revolution. In primul rând, prin radiourile și televiziunile franceze, dar, ca să zic așa, am fost mobilizat de două dintre ele, de France 3, unde... First of all, I was informed by French radio and TV stations. I was called upon by two of them, especially France 3, where I was on the air every day. I was the token Romanian. I was with the two anchors commenting the Romanian situation. I remember that I had two monitors on the set that the viewers could not see, and on them I could see the news as they streamed in. On December the 25th, we got the news of Ceausescu's execution. This was very hot news. When this hot piece of news came in, I was asked to comment on it. I had to say that it was the first big mistake of the new regime coming to power in Romania. I said back then that Ceausescu should be kept alive and interrogated in order to provide more information. I said back then that it was likely that some of those who were coming to power were afraid to have some things known about themselves, so that when a former French foreign minister said that the execution was a good thing, I retorted and said that uh, this maybe this gentleman himself had some things to hide which was not outside the realm of possibility. However, today I would not say the same thing, and maybe it is better that things happened that way. Up until December 22, 1989, Romanians, their neighbors, and the whole civilized world were getting informed by foreign media. This has been The History Show. Next up in this broadcast, coming to you from Bucharest, Radio Romania International, it's Song of the Day. Listen to Feli with the song Crazy Love.
Coming up next... The Cooking Show Hello and welcome to a special holiday cooking show. This is Daniel Bills at the microphone. Christmas has its specific food stemming from both traditional countryside and more recent traditions. While most of the main Christmas dishes are pork-based, an absolute must when it comes to the dessert is a Christmas cake called kozonak, which is a variation of what's known as pound cake. In fact, it is more like a loaf, very airy and very well-kneed bread, which is made by rolling up a filling into the stretched-out dough. The kozonak is also served for New Year's. You need the following ingredients. 1 kilo of flour, 50 grams of fresh yeast, 500 milliliters of milk, 100 grams of butter, 250 grams of sugar, 5 egg yolks, a teaspoon of salt, grated lemon and orange zest, and two bags of vanilla-flavored sugar. For the filling, you need 250 grams of ground walnuts, five egg whites, 100 grams of sugar, two tablespoons of sugar, a pinch of salt, and essence of rum. First, sift the flour three times, about an hour ahead of making the cake. Also remember to keep the butter at room temperature before using it. Warm up the milk in a bowl, add the grated lemon and orange zest and the two bags of vanilla-flavored sugar and mix well. Separately mix the egg yolks with 250 grams of sugar, 
Then break up the lump of yeast and mix it with a teaspoon of sugar to obtain a homogeneous mass. Then add three tablespoons of warm milk and a tablespoon of flour and mix a little. Put the entire amount of flour in a large bowl, make a hole in the middle and place the leavening mixture there and then leave to raise for 15 minutes. Add a pinch of salt, the rest of the warm milk and the egg yolks mixed with sugar. For the pound cakes to rise, you will have to knead the dough well for about 30 minutes. When kneading the dough, make sure to oil your hands. Leave the whole mixture to rise in a warm environment for about one hour. While the dough is left to rise, you can prepare the filling. Whisk the egg whites with a pinch of salt and add 100 grams of sugar gradually. Mix the ground walnuts with a cocoa and rum essence and trickle into the whisked egg whites for the mixture to stay foamy. When the dough has risen, divide it in four equal parts. Spread flour on a flat area and spread the dough until its diameter is equal to that of the cake tray. Spread one quarter of the cocoa filling on each of the four pieces of dough and then roll. Place baking paper into the trays and oil. Place the roll dough in the trays and leave to rise in a warm environment until the dough doubles its volume. After the dough has risen, baste the cakes with a mixture made of one egg beaten with one teaspoon of sugar. Place in an oven heated at 180 degrees Celsius and bake for about one hour. Check if your Christmas cakes are baked using a toothpick. This is a difficult recipe involving a lot of skill. So take your time and we hope you enjoy it as much as everyone here. Enjoy! You are listening to Radio Romania International. Next in this broadcast, listen to your music. I'm Vlad Palku. Winter is finally upon us, and despite the freezing cold outside, it will always preserve its fascination. Many pop artists in Romania have over the years devoted songs to celebrate this special season, and today we've picked for you some recent releases. We start with Winter in the Calendar, performed by the band Taylor Band. Yeah. 
Adrian Daminescu is an artist that requires no introduction. For many years, he was a well-established figure of the pop rock stage in Romania. Let's listen to him performing the song called Mild Winter. Iarna a bătut la ușă fără sochem a bătut că nu e lușă strânsă într-un gen. N-am deschis că era rece, dar rece de tot. A venit, s-a oprit, a privit și-a fugit cât a clipit. Îmi place iarna când în sobă arde focul. Privesc pe geam cum fugi de nea, dansează lin. La fel ca ei, copii pe sănii își fac jocul Dacă ești blândă iarnă, noi chiar te iubim Iarna dacă vine, știi oricine că l-aduce pe Crăciun Iarna dacă vine, știi oricine că l-aduce pe Crăciun 
Renii înhemați duc greul săniei lui Clopoței cântă vesel Crăciunului Și din zbor aruncă daruri pe coș de fum Pentru cei mititei sau hoinari, chiar cei mari pentru strângari Îmi place iarna când în sobă arde focul Privesc pe geam cum fugi de nea dansează lin La fel ca ei, copiii pe sării își fac jocul Dacă ești blândă iarnă, noi chiar te iubim Iarna dacă vine, știe orice cine că l-aduce pe Crăciun Toată lumea speră că sub stratosferă va veni un an mai bun dacă iarna vine, știe orice cine că l-aduce pe Crăciun Toată lumea speră că sub stratosferă va veni un an mai bun Îmi place iarna în sobă focul Privesc pe geam cum fugi de nea dansează lin La fel ca ei, copii pe sării își fac jocul Dacă ești blână doar dacă ești blândă, dacă ești blândă iarnă, noi chiar te iubim! Teodora Calagiu is a popular young actress who has yet to tap into her full autistic potential. Already enjoying a successful career in theater and film, Teodora is also a member of the band Jumi Juma that dabbles with covers. Let's listen to her performing the song A Midwinter Night's Dream. Cerbordan 
Living Romania. This is Bucharest Radio Romania International. DX Mailbag. Welcome to a new edition in our DX Mailbag series. I'm Eugen Nasta. Once again, we go on a journey around the world, greeting listeners and friends, allowing you to compare how other listeners across the continents receive our programs. The first message we're taking out of the mailbag this week is the one sent in by Cyril MacDonald, who lives in Nakawick, New Brunswick in Canada. Cyril tuned into our broadcast in English on December the 11th, 2022, from 0100 to 0157 hours UTC on 5990 kHz. Her receiver is an Iowa CS200 with a 1-meter indoor long wire antenna. The reception location is Nakawick, New Brunswick in Canada. Cyril's SINPO rating for the signal of our broadcast was 43223. Ratan Kumapo, a teacher based in the province of Daulatpur, the district of Dakshin Dinajpur, West Bengal State in India, tuned into our radio station on December the 8th, 2022, from 0400 to 0500 hours UTC on 11705 kHz. His receiver is a Grundig Digital and a telescopic antenna 50 feet wire use. Ratan tuned into our radio station from December the 8th and all through to December the 11th. Mr. Nasir Aziz, based in Sheikhupura in Pakistan, tuned into our radio station on December the 13th, 2022, from 1200 to 12.56 hours UTC on 15460 kilohertz. The remaining frequencies were 17800, 21470 and 11670 kilohertz. The sound quality was also excellent on 11670 kilohertz. You are listening to Radio Romania International. You're tuned to Radio Romania International. The DX Mailbag continues. Our good old friend Richard Lemke, based in St. Albert, Alberta in Canada, tuned into our radio station on December the 8th, 2022, from 0400 to 0442 hours UTC on 7410 kHz. Richard's receiving equipment is made of a JRC NRD535HF receiver with a random long wire in the tree's antenna. Our listener Fahri Fahri, based in Rejo Sari, Indonesia, tuned into our radio station on December the 6th, 2022, from 0630 to 0645 hours UTC on 21470 kHz with a simple rating of for all. And on December the 6th, 2022, from 6.45 to 6.55 hours UTC 
on 17780 kHz with a simple rating of 3433. Mr. Fahri's receiver is a Texon PL330 with a Telescopic Plus long wire Texon AN1 antenna. Mr. Patrick Travers, living in Sheffield, England, wrote the following on our programmes, quote, Dear Radio Romania International, I listened to your broadcast on December the 14th, 2022, at 18.17 hours UTC on 97.70 kilohertz, with a simple code rating of 34433. The programme details. Society Today, Romanians working two or more jobs, poll of which 70,000 respondents have a second job, other poll results. Receiver is by HF Plus Discovery using SDR console version 3.2 software. My antenna is a Wellbrook ALA 1530LN loop at 2 meters. Please accept this report towards my continued membership of your listeners club and will you confirm my reception report with one of your QSL cards? Thank you. Unquote. Mr. Lawrence Holloway, based in Melbourne, Australia, wrote the following on our programs. We quote, Dear Sir or Madam, greetings from Australia. I recently had the pleasure of receiving the Radio Romania International Shortwave Service broadcasting in English and would like to submit a reception report. The date was the 15th of December 2022 from 0630 to 0700 hours UTC. Program details. 630 news report, including reports on the commemoration of the 1989 Romanian Revolution and the current high inflation rate. 637 more detailed reports on debates on Schengen in the EP and the high rate of inflation. Focus on Romania came at 6.44. Society Today reported on people having to work multiple jobs to keep up with inflation. 6.51. Visit Romania program. 6.25. Station frequencies given followed by sign-off. Technical details. The frequency... 21470 kHz with a simpo of 35333. Receiver location Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. A receiver is an SDR play, an antenna 30 feet long wire. Fair signal strength, no interference, moderate noise, moderate fading, overall fair reception. Band conditions were quite noisy today, making it difficult to understand spoken segments. With the difficult listening conditions on shortwave, I ended up downloading the RRI Android application to my mobile phone, followed along using the app in conjunction with the radio. This is quite a good option and worked without issue. Currently trying a new receiver and antenna for shortwave. Just a case of poor propagation conditions today. 
I hope this report will provide some technical assistance. Also included is a short audio file of the broadcast to give an indication of the quality of reception from my location. If possible, a QSL card would be highly appreciated upon correct verification of the information contained with this report. Kind regards, Lawrence Holloway. 56-year-old Misayo Tanaka, living in East Sussex, UK, tuned into our radio station on December the 14th, 2022, from 21.30 to 21.56 hours UTC on 7310 kHz. Mr. Tanaka's SINBO rating for the signal of our broadcast was 35322. And the receiver is a Sony CFM23L with a built-in telescopic antenna. Well, folks, that's all we have time for in this week's DX Mailbag. Those of you who send in their reception reports will receive a QSL card in the shortest time possible. Tune in again next week. Until then, from me, Eugen Nasta, it's goodbye and all the best, 73s. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome to Simply Folk with me, Lacandera Simeon. Today's program features Elena Podure, a native of Suchava County in the northeast. She will be performing a traditional Romanian carol entitled Young and Old Wake Up. <laughs> Să ia, ia în bar.
With that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 1800 hours UTC on 7350 kHz in the DRM system and on 9770 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow at 1200 hours UTC on 17821470 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at ri.ro channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro. Goodbye. <laughs>